0: Radio Pulpit, 657 AM.
1: It is exactly nine minutes after six right here on Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. Welcome to it. This is uh, Thursday Live with me, Godfrey and Of course, uh, we are going all the way until 8 p.m. And I would like to take this moment to thank you for choosing us. I mean, you had... Uh, um yeah you could have chosen a different radio station but uh, you chose to uh, listen to this one for that i want to say thank you very much and uh, i do appreciate uh, all that you are uh, doing and of course uh, i know that you are busy telling others about uh, really prepared your daily company and of course uh, before i can um, start with uh, this evening's interview or discussion i'd like to take this moment to thank um, the veteran himself that's Johan Els for that awesome program that he had with you on this beautiful beautiful um, Thursday and of course uh, Thursday afternoon started uh, at four, and uh, he went all the way until uh, now at six o'clock. Oh, thank you very much, um, Reverend Yuan, uh, for the beautiful program Spectrum right here on Radio Puppetio Daily. Uh, companion. Well, as always, we are joined by none other than Bishop uh, Selohelipe right here on the du Daily Companion. Of course, uh, um, the key points that we will be looking at, uh, the most important one that we will never ever, you know, do any interview without, you know, considering it or giving it uh, first preference is this whole issue of COVID-19. Well, it might look like it's quite out there, but it does not mean that uh, COVID-19 has uh, suddenly Disappeared. So we should always, always uh, be on the lookout, and we should be all, should always um, obey all the regulations of COVID-19 that uh, makes us to be safe from this uh, pandemic. Uh, that we. All of us, I believe, we wanted to live our lives as soon as possible. So we want to hear the news that COVID-19 is uh, is now overcome and it cannot, you know, imprison us anymore. But for that to happen, that means we need to uh, fight like never before, fight more. Uh, I mean, like never before, so that we 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 manage to uh, eventually overcome it. And uh, yes, that is what you can expect. And I know for sure that, uh, like me, you want to know um, whether we are winning the fight. And of course, uh, looking at the later starts and Muruti uh, is with us this evening. Muruti Dumela Madume
0: and uh, good evening to the radio Propeet
1: listeners.: Let's start with uh, COVID statistics, Moruti as always. Uh, looking at the recent statistics which show a downward trend in South. Uh, South Africa out of the fourth already, and what does it mean for the economy? Are we going to see the jobs lost during the pandemic recovered anytime soon?
0: Um, Maruti, um, let me break down the question. Um, the, the, the first part of the question are we out of the, um, um, of, the, of the fourth wave? Remember, before the fourth wave started, our recovery rate was sitting at, at 96%. That is before the discovery of Omicron. Um we are now as of yesterday sitting at ninety five point five percent um recovery rate. And um looking and what at what we've been reporting in the past couple of days, we've reported as low as, you know, in the upward of eight thousand um you know, new infections a day. Um, you know, two days ago it was one one 1.3, one point three, one thousand um, 332 still with 88 deaths. I think the only concern is that, um, you know, we still see and reporting, um, COVID, COVID deaths. I think if for anyone who understands that this is somebody, mother, father, uncle, brother, breadwinner, you know, mother, eh, um, every time we see these uh, daily deaths, you know, we 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 get prayerfully concerned, and we begin to pray for those families. Um, yesterday, we saw 130 132, 132 um, deaths, but um, all projections point to the fact that uh, until a week ago, South Africa was technically out of um, the the fourth wave. So technically, the fourth wave. Um, is over, however, as you, you would realize with the first, the second, and the third wave that there remains always the lingering remnants of every wave um, you know as, as as we get out of that out of that wave and uh, in that in a fact that uh, causes us to um, behave and act cautiously and take a cautious stand to say, as a people, as a country, those protocols we need. so that we can suppress that. We need to make sure that we keep them all the time. We need to make sure that we continue doing that. The second part of the question with regard to um, the, the jobs um, lost, as, as, as I've said previously, pandemics, by their very nature, uh, are very destructive. They are destructive to the economy. Um, they destroy jobs. They destroy businesses. And this was not um, any different, even though this one, you know, has come in multiple um, uh, phases or multiple ways, um, which is a great concern. We have never seen anything like this in recent in modern history. The amounts of jobs that are lost you know south africa has come up with an economic growth and recovery um, plan which in nature is sector based and we have seen mining performing very very well remember that we came out of the longest recession since since 1994, during the pandemic. And therefore, you know, economically we are doing well. However, there are other things in other sectors, Um, you know, a sector such as, I mean, just a while ago, um, ESCOM announced or issued um, a warning of um, load shedding, um, you know, that they say, you know, is due to remaining uh, real risks of, uh, of outages in, uh, in, 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 in the system. And and, and that, in actual fact, begins to, be ca- to become a problem when one looks at the economics and the recovery of jobs. Because while, on the one hand, there is a plan to recover jobs, there, re- there are efforts in terms of the sector-led initiatives to recover jobs when we get things such as load shedding um you know they begin to discount and destroy the little gains um because the smme small micro medium enterprises when there is load shedding those that cannot afford um uh, petrol generators and alternative energy will be out of business you know the, it, it's a double one it will be as a result of the impact of the pandemic the destructive nature of the, of the pandemic and now the longest, um, load shedding that in actual would, uh, would hit, um, you know, these, um, these, these sectors of the economy. And, 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 yes, we are encouraged to hear that ESCOM is carrying out, uh, planned maintenance, um, you know, which is what could be, uh, giving a result um, a result to this. However, it was it was worrying to hear that you know unplanned maintenance was, was at its lowest for months. Um, and the question basically is, you know, planned maintenance is something that one could plan for, that we could plan for. So we we <clears throat> while the the the, the, the economy uh, will be regaining some jobs, um, you know, we cannot discount the impact of 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 load shedding we also cannot in uh, discount um the impact of uh the reparate hike um today the um, south african reserve bank announced a hike of 0.25 percent or basis point uh in the repo rate to 4 percent um you know if you take these two and put them in an economic conundrum. One would realize that you know, while we are winning um, the health battle, um, but it looks like the job does, um is likely um, to to continue. And I know that government will be looking at ways. We, we, we you know we are looking with anticipation at uh, the State of the Nation address, and I think these are the things that the president will address as the state of the nation address, where we need to look at, one, accelerating growth in the economy, number one. Number two, looking at alternative sectors of the economy that are not energy intensive, that are not reliant on energy, and, um, you know, that are able to absorb these jobs. And if we can do that and do them very well, Moruti, I think we, we should be and we ought to be um, able to recover at least to some extent um, the majority of the jobs that um, that were that were lost during the pandemic. But as we know, that every year there are young people out of school. We have seen now after the results were released last week; these are the numbers that are joining the unemployment. So it's it's, it's, it's a moving target, and unfortunately, for some time, unemployment it looks likely, from the projections that I'm looking at, that you know it looks like unemployment is, is going to be with us for, for quite some time, impacted by these two factors. The factor of the destructive pandemic, um, the recovery program that is seeking to create jobs, and uh, the risk of um uh, uh, load shedding and uh, the ripo rate that has gone up by four percent. But these mm. are unavoidables.
1: All right Morita Rahula. Now let's look at uh the up uh, the the coming uh, flu season, Muruti. Are we ready for it? And uh, are there any possible uh, future outbreaks uh, that can come because of the flu season? And again, uh, if you can help us with the UK and uh, many EU countries uh, who, uh, that have removed their disaster management, are we likely to follow suit, Muruti? And so far, how, how are they doing, Muruti, ever since they removed uh, these regulations, disaster management regulations?
0: Uh, Maruti, let's let's start with, with, with South Africa's readiness for the flu for the flu season. Um, I think, as we said last week, that you know South Africa, um, you know, has managed um, a lot of these infectious diseases, especially TB, and um, South Africa and, the, and our health system knows that um, you know around the flu season um, you know, there's this the, the pressure in terms of respiratory um, diseases. And I think African countries uh, are, are the most, especially sub-Saharan uh, Africa, are the most prepared and the most ready. We, 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 you know, South Africa looks at what is happening in the winter um, in, uh, in the northern hemisphere and begins um, to anticipate. There are various models that uh, various academics and universities are looking at and the comrona um ca- uh, command council keeps being briefed by academics on it so in terms of preparedness south africa is uh, from what i'm standing is is really ready but as to whether you know um you know will there be a future a future a future um a future breakout a future wave I mean, it's, it's anyone's guess. Um, but in all probabilities, um, it is it, it is very likely. I think the likelihood of another wave. The question, I think it's more whether the, the, the next wave will be weaker or will be stronger than Omicron. We have seen that Omicron was not as um, strong as the Delta. And one is hoping that you know, as this thing mutates, it will mutate into its weaker relatives until it is—it becomes, you know, easily manageable through over-the-counter medication, and deaths are actually um, reduced. So, we, we, South Africa is ready. We look at the UK and some EU countries. Um, some of those decisions that were taken—take the UK, for example—you um, know, that decision was taken. Uh, which was taken by Boris Johnson, was taken for political um, expediency, not based on any science, in the same way that, um, you know, they closed out travel to South Africa and put South Africa on the red list without any scientific basis why South Africa was the one that raised um, the alarm to the world about the Omicron. So I, I think because that did not have any scientific basis, I don't see African countries quickly running and uh, following suit toward the European countries um, and uh, some European countries in the uh, UK have done. In terms of the impact of that decision, you know, some people would say, yeah, it's beginning to abate. It I mean, it's a matter of timing. That decision was taken right at the time when it was at its peak. So it is not as a result of that um, uh, decision that um, you know, there are, are new infections which still remain high uh, are beginning to turn um, you know, they are still in the tens of, ta- of thousands um, but because it's not placing pressure on the health system, so some people think you know, everybody needs to do that as for South Africa uh, Maruti, I, I am not an advocate of um, of, of chaos, I think chaos will harm us. The biggest risk for that for us is to remove the buffer too mm. soon when there are too many unknowns. Absolutely. So South Africa mm. should keep the disaster management program. We know that they, for political reasons, there are politi- political organizations that are saying remove the disaster management program, mm. but at this moment. You know, science says no.
1: Can can we see them uh, being, you know, re- relaxed a bit, Maruti, in South Africa, instead of them being completely removed?
0: Uh, Maruti, in terms of the economy, our economy is open right now. Um, you know, people who are saying, you know, open the economy 100%, I, I always ask them and say, what are the restrictions on the economy right now? There is no case um there are no limitations. The only issue is about is about gatherings. Yeah. It's really the, the entertainment industry, the sports industry mm. that is still um, you know, not fully opened. But when we talk about the overall economy, um, and and you know, people might see that the highways are not busy. The reason is because companies have adapted allowing people to work from home so the economy is fully open it does not mean that for the economy to be open we need to have um, those uh, traffic jams on All the right. n one and then yeah. so the economy is open.
1: because time is yeah. not on our side let just quickly look at uh, the you know uh, global economy well, what is happening there muruti uh, does russia uh, us uh, escalating tension pose any risk uh, to the markets and the economies
0: uh muruti the you know has what has what happened is that we, we we are now seeing remember that last year we were talking about um the the, the china china u s tensions um a new dynamic has come into play now which is the um the 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 russia um u s um tension we what we know right now is that um Russia has actually, um, you know, um, put a lot of soldiers actually on the on the on the border, and um, you know as to whether that will escalate into um, a global a global crisis. I mean, the numbers here: Russia, in actual fact, has posted 120,000 of its soldiers to surround Ukraine um and pretty natural fact have deepened um you know because now the u.s and um, the nato partners are now beginning to place demands on vladimir putin of russia and as a result of that you know the challenge now is you know will there be a deal won't there be a deal if there is no deal, and if russia goes ahead in um, a way, and a war breaks out, um, you know, which has already killed about 14,000 people. Um, you know, we know that this in actual fact will become a new crisis in 20, 2022 and it will begin to affect financial markets. Why do I say it will affect financial markets? Because remember, most of the markets are dominated in, um, in the dollar currency. So whatever that turns out to be, if it turns out into a deal and a good deal and Russia walks away and NATO and the U.S. walk away, then, you know, the global markets will continue to be um, uh, stable. However, if this escalates into a war, even if it's a one-day war, um, we are likely to see um, the markets tanking and beginning to hit the lower levels.
1: All right, uh, because of time, we're going to have to leave it uh, right there. But uh, how about the how can they get hold of you? They can get hold of me at uh, let me give you this.
0: Um, number which is where i am um am available it's 011 568
1: 2239 011 568 2239 yes sir ke murdesu lebe murde le kamaso okay. apa but Thank you very much, and God bless you. Sir. Yeah, K. more AM six five seven kilohertz His number is zero one one five six eight double two three nine. Is is also on Facebook as Selo uh, Helepi. For more information, you can simply go to his Facebook page uh, uh, to see some of his uh, updates about the uh, current affairs. Uh, that include that can include uh, the COVID nineteen pandemic. And the stats and uh, many other issues that he normally deals with. Please be, I mean, do uh, go there and uh, yeah, visit his uh, page on Facebook. I'm sure he's also on the other uh, social media platforms or there. Well, it's half past uh, six on AM 657 kilohertz, and right after this one, we'll be having another guest on AM 657. Please don't go anywhere. If you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp 067-429-7564 or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co.za. Reach your customers in the car, at the office, at home or wherever they are, night or day.